In 420 years, reality as we know it will cease to exist. In its place, we will find a new dimension, unlike anything that's come before, and totally fucking better. Take a deep breath and open your mouth to let your magic out. This is no ordinary podcast. This ritual is a ritual. 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 Is We borrowed its strange, destructive power from nature, snatching scraps of lightning as they landed, and used them to further our own ends. We stole fire from the gods, and our ingenious repurposing of the divine flame allowed us to cook, to keep warm, and to change our environment rather than sit around waiting for it to slowly change us. And out of the flames we grew a new magic, one uniquely our own, language. Sitting by the fire, we turned guttural vocalizations into something incredible. While a grunt and a point meant that, more complex grunts, accompanied by fingers pointing backwards, became that that was. While other grunts, with fingers facing forwards, became that that will be. We grew time beyond mere moments, into a vast landscape of was, will be, may be, should be, and could be. Our shared history bled through the now into dreams, plans, and prophecies. These abstractions expanded our world, pushing us into a new, previously undiscovered dimension. Stories became legends, became myths, and out of these myths, we grew gods and spirits and the many forces of the unseen world. We found beings who seemed to grant good fortune when we pleased them with burnt offerings and sacred rites and inflicted terrible calamity when we failed to properly interpret their signals and satisfy their needs. But no god can grow out of an individual. Weaving reality into being is a group activity, using the loom of conversation to stitch individual experiences into something shared, something that can pass through generations, accruing the power and importance of tradition as its origins fade into obscurity. Eventually, these superstitions become shelf-stable, able to be transmitted to other groups, creating unique cultures that spread beyond small populations of humans to encompass entire civilizations. Today, we're celebrating the magic we weave together through this ritual, through the sharing of stories we call This Podcast is a Ritual. In many ways, we're using the same magic made possible by those first moments of fiery birth that brought our universe into existence, the magic that flickered in the flames of shared storytelling that brought our civilization into being. 
While today's fires course through copper veins and fiber optic arteries, ensnaring our worlds in a vast net of glowing light, the story remains the same. We create through conversation by sharing ideas with one another. These conversations enable connection, building binding forces and piercing ideas that leap across the unfathomable boundaries between individuals and create shared experience. And those connections are the girders that support communities, entire worlds where a group of people find each other and find themselves reflected back by the act of sharing beliefs, bouncing ideas back and forth in the hope of creating a new reality, one slightly better than the one that came before, the now that we now call that that was. Conversation. I'm a talker. Ever since I was a kid, I've sought to connect with the world through words. And like a tree falling in the forest, talking works best when there's a listener around to hear. That's why last year, as I prepared to bring this podcast into existence, I realized that for my opening episode, I couldn't do it alone. Talking to a microphone on my own would be a monologue. But this podcast wasn't about broadcasting my thoughts on a one-way channel. It was about creating a conversation. And to effectively capture the energy of that exchange, I needed to start with some listeners. Thus, on November 30th, 2018, I invited a small group of friends and strangers, whoever the magic would draw in, to join me at Magic City in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. 42 people gathered together to hear me speak out loud the magic words of our opening ceremony, to speak those first magical words out loud with me, so together our vocal vibrations and unique human experiences could act as a powerful antenna to transmit our collective magical energy out through time and space, ricocheting off not only the back wall of Magic City, but off the speakers, the earbuds, the headphones, and unknown audio devices of every being that would ever listen to this podcast as a ritual. All the way out to our very special listener, that last being to ever hear these words. 42 people spoke those first three magic words, wizard, magic, ritual, on November 30th, 2018. Since then, there's been a lot more words said by a lot more people. We've had 40 guests share their magic through the power of our conversation, and 18.2 thousand listeners have tuned in. From the opening ceremony alone, The magic grew from those first 42 souls sitting in a room to over a thousand listeners tuning in from around the world, from Canada to Australia to France to New Zealand to Uruguay, Singapore, Indonesia, Kyrgyzstan, Kenya, Serbia, and beyond. So in the most literal sense you can imagine, our magic words are vibrating around the world. One year in, our magic has grown by leaps and bounds, and we're just getting started. So, for our first act of anniversary magic, let's take a moment to listen to these magic words once more. Some of these you might have heard before, others not. But for any that you do remember, 
Let the magic echo through you, connecting the you that first heard the word with the slightly better you listening now. What's our magic word going to be? The magic word is connection. Connection. Great. Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Connection. Connection. Joy. Peace. Manifest. Destiny. Luke's moon. Abundance. Responsibility. Future love. Microbe. Synchronicity. Attention. Desidere. Expansion. Key. Cosmos. Rhapsodic. Supernatural. Petrified wood. Ashe. Sunset. 69. Honey. Pleasure. Transformation. Interactive. Screebop. Gazpacho. Serendipa alchemy. Moronic. Discomfort. Minimalism. Lila. Seed. San Francisco. Love. Align. Joy. Meow. Wizard. Magic. Connection. Of course, we don't connect with everything we hear. All day long, we're bombarded with advertisements and enticements, trying to seduce us into connecting with whatever ideas they're offering. While it's hard to keep the barrage at bay, we do our best to tune out the noise and only let in the true signals, the personal messages from friends and family, and the welcome cultural artifacts that we want to take into ourselves. Because when we open ourselves up to these ideas, we're allowing them to work a very powerful magic on us. Connection. To connect with something is to be changed by it. When you connect, truly connect through conversation, you leave the experience slightly different than how you entered it. When you connect with a novel, even if the author is long dead, you connect with their words in a way that allows your spirit to shift into a place of possibility that didn't exist before you first cracked that cover. Some of these connections are thin. Pop jingles that blow into our minds and then head straight out the back as quickly as they came in. On an interpersonal level, our lives are filled with strangers and acquaintances, short bursts of small talk that create cobweb-like connections we shake off as soon as we step away and forget whatever it was that person was saying about today's weather. But we connect differently with friends, family, lovers, partner, coworkers, and the other primary inhabitants of our social sphere. We trace these connections back and forth, underlining them again and again over years of engagement, creating a digital trail of text messages, emails, Facebook birthday posts, voicemails, phone calls, hearts, likes, and reposts, creating between us and them a connective tissue that holds us together in conversation understanding, and mutual acknowledgement. We bind ourselves together in these interactions, intentionally, 
agreeing to be influenced by some, but not all, of each other's ideas. And even in disagreement, we still come away transformed by these contentious connections, understanding our own ideas better through the struggle to explain them to others. So when you, me, and a guest say a magic word together, we're moving beyond conversation to open the doorway to connection. You're inviting in the ideas in our discussion, taking home the ones you resonate with. And through the magic of the podcast medium, we weave invisible connections that join all of us who are participating in the energetic exchange of that episode. You and another This Podcast is a Ritual listener on the other side of the world are connected by that common experience. You could compare favorite magic words or share a meaningful experience you had while listening or a spell that worked its way into your reality and helped you shift towards a slightly better tomorrow. As the wizard at the center of this web, I'm always delighted when a listener reaches out to share how the podcast has impacted their own experience of the world and transform their reality, even if it's just a little bit. So to help further the connection between us all, not just wizard to participant, but participant to wizard and participant to participant, and hell, wizard to wizard, here's a sampling of just a few of the connections we've already created. Hey, my name is Eva and I'm from Minneapolis and I want to tell you about how I have created a ritual and how I listen to this podcast as a ritual. I stumbled upon this podcast while I was at work last spring and started from episode one and I realized about 10 minutes into the opening ceremony that this podcast demanded all of my attention. At one point, I thought about not saying the magic word and continuing to listen, and I felt like I'd be cheating myself out of a magical experience. I was really excited because I knew I'd stumbled upon something great, so I shut it off quickly so that I could run home and participate fully. My ritual is pretty simple. I draw a bath, light some candles, set an intention, and press play. This podcast has turned listening from a passive form of entertainment to an active form of connection. Devin, you've introduced me to countless guests that have all expanded my world for the better. Thank you for creating this podcast, which has encouraged me to tune in to my own magic. Hi, this is Jacob from Syracuse, New York. I'm calling to weigh in on this one-year anniversary of this podcast as a ritual. Uh, The thing I love most consistently about being a participant in this ongoing process through time and space this gathering point where we can all bring our minds together is uh it's a reminder to me that the way to create a slightly better reality is to stay curious and to be playful because Devin is one I admire for consistently modeling that our sincere interest in ourselves and in one another is what keeps us connecting and growing. And I think that this podcast is a ritual, is an excellent platform for the ongoing transformation of culture and the increasing magic level in our reality as we go through this era of Uranus in Taurus. So hats off to you. Here's to another infinitude of podcasts as a ritual. Cheers. Becky Heller, New York, 
City. I listened to your podcast with Oberon Zell. I was really excited that you were able to meet another wizard in the world. But as I listened to it, I was really impressed that there was so much between the two of you that had so much commonality. You were able to take this aspect of your life being a wizard and really integrate it to every facet of your being. Since I listened to this podcast, I have told everybody I know that unicorns actually are real, and they were rebred by Oberon Zell, the wizard, and taken around through the 80s from Renfest to Renfest. People are so impressed with the history that he was able to articulate about the existence of the unicorn and the creation of one. I find this very magical, and I am thrilled that your podcast has brought this information into my life. I listen to This Podcast is a Ritual because I love the quality of guests that Devin brings to ritual space. I enjoy diving into topics that I otherwise wouldn't look into myself. I find I'm enriching my life by introducing these practices, even subtly, into my field of being. The rapport that Devin has with his guests is so genuine, and together they create a space where listeners are wholeheartedly welcome. So I listened to the episode with Anne Louise Merrill about how to talk to plants, and in my apartment I have, I don't know, at least 30 potted plants that I realized after listening to the ritual that listening to the ritual this podcast is a ritual that I had been taking for granted and not taking the time to communicate with and I sat and I meditated with my plants and I got to know them better and it was one of the most beautiful meditations self-guided meditations that I have ever done for myself so I'm grateful for that so I had just gotten back from spending a bunch of time in Brazil. I had been traveling for a long time, and I had sort of isolated myself in small town Ontario in the middle of the winter as a way of kind of like regrouping after having a kind of a real significant recoil from a kind of culture of entrepreneurship that exists among nomads. And I had had the ritual on my list of things to listen to for a long time, most of that year, I think. And I finally got around to it. And I was spending a bunch of time driving between this small town and Montreal and just sort of mainlined a bunch of episodes. Uh, and what what was really amazing for me about the the podcast was that here was a thing that was reaching really deeply into the sort of swirling kaleidoscope of woo and drawing answers to these questions of community and uh, technology and the world in really meaningfully positive ways um, and concrete. So yeah, anyway, that was that was a really hopeful moment for me. I'll tell you what I love about the podcast is that it's just like, how do you make your reality magical and so big that you can't touch its walls? I enjoyed Mallory's advice to just start noticing, which speaks to awareness, or Sarah's suggestion to imagine the bigger utopian dream and live into that. And how about Ulich's way of bridging his reality with another through the opportunity of conversation? It's all immediate if we choose it, and I like these reminders. I'm Ari Freeman. I'm a wizard from Christchurch, New Zealand. 
I was listening to the Wizard Shop episode featuring Wayne Snyder and Mike Julin. It struck me as an extraordinary example of something I've been very interested in for a long time. The way in which narrative games can alter reality. The Wizard Shop is a beautiful example of this, where instead of money being exchanged for goods, only stories will be accepted. The more I think about story games like The Wizard Shop, the more I come to understand we are a bunch of stories we tell ourselves about ourselves. Our roles are stories, our ideologies, our politics, and our very identities are games we play with stories. It's made me think harder about how the right sort of story can pull people out of slumps, make them feel free, make them realize that the world is full of opportunities, and as Devin Person puts it, to create realities that are slightly better. This podcast as a ritual really gets to me because it's so much about what I try to do in my life. And what I try to do in my life is to create community using creativity, humor, and ritual combined. So you can see how this is just a complete inspiration for me. I'm Stive Mage, and although I live 20,000 light years from home in Europe, or shall I say, 53 miles west of Venus, through this podcast as a ritual, I'm able to stay in the magical, progressive underground loop and access the happenings of people throughout the brave new world, the Wild West, New York City, and all around burgeoning America. I've listened to Devin Person's humorous and informative podcasts while cycling through Holland, observing ruins in Italy, as well as walking my dog in Serbia. I've learned how to clown around in hospitals, the history of haiku, and the fortune teller subway flyers of New York City, sing proud and free, how to talk to plants, be an activist, give up plastic, make kombucha culture, and other forms of metaphysical culture. I've listened to him converse with OG wizards, tech wizards, witches, and the new age of all. His magic is real, and I appreciate his show. This podcast as a ritual made my life slightly better. Esoteric studies and occult learning is often a deathly serious and entirely intellectual pursuit, but Devin offers a lighthearted approach, um, still on practical topics that uh, magically enhance your life. The episode about the wizard shop made me want to contribute and do more things for others without exchanging money. The episode with Chris Patchy Hall made me think about technology differently, but perhaps my favorite part of the podcast is how interactive it is. Devin not only introduces listeners to new topics and teachers, he invites the listener to be involved, to expand their wisdom through experience. While a lot of new age spirituality is all about one's own desires and manifestations, Devin reminds us that we're not alone, that we're in this together, and that to really make magic, we need one another. Community. Okay, so we're one year in, and maybe you're wondering, what are you up to, wizard? Why do you care so much about creating these connections? Well, I'll tell you. I think we're being atomized. I think we're being separated into 
individual experiences that build walls around us and prevent us from connecting, that make it difficult to have conversation. Each of us is becoming more and more isolated in our social media spheres and our streaming television bubbles where algorithms determine the content that we connect with, which can then make it difficult to connect with the other people around us. And I don't think the solution here is for all of us to smash our laptops and go hide out in yurts in the forest. I think we have to embrace the changing world around us and be wary of it simultaneously. We can embrace the power of this magic, these magical devices that all of us carry with us every day and use it to further our own distinctly human ends. Use it to bring us together to facilitate conversation, to enable connection, and to build a community. So what I'm trying to do is create a community that spans both sides of the digital divide and helps us experience what it's like to come together in this modern age as human beings, to share these experiences that transcend time and space to hear stories that are told not around a fire, but through this vast web of glowing light and energy and magic that encircles our globe today. So that is my master plan, and that is what the magic of this podcast as a ritual is all about. Right now, we're one year in, and I can already feel the magic flowing backwards through me to the me that was in Magic City, nervously pacing, getting ready to launch this opening ceremony. And at the same time, I can feel the magic from the second year anniversary and the third and the fourth and the fifth all the way out into the future. All of those future wizards joining hands with me right now to help celebrate the growth and progression of the magic that we're creating together. As a ritual, through the sacrifices that you as our community are offering through the Patreon, We're going to transcend and open up new possibilities. We're going to find more opportunities to come together as participants in real-time space where we can interact face-to-face and experience that kind of magic, connection, conversation, and community in its most traditional form. So thank you for all the listeners who have tuned in and found the magic so far. And for everyone else who's out there not yet listening to this, don't worry. Our magic will find you soon. Thank you, everyone. I'm your wizard, Devin Person. I believe in you. Your magic is real. What's our magic word going to be?